You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's Big Shell served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. The NFL season starts tonight, and so does the Bill Michaels Huddle. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer, Bill Michaels will be joined by Kevin Holden of CBS 58 and Lily Shaw of Fox 6 tonight at 6 on The Fan. So make sure to check out Kevin, Lily, and Bill Michaels tonight from 6 to 8. And uh, always want to check out this guy each and every Thursday at this time. What does the film say? Ed said the most important thing is film study. Who looked good and who didn't? Why? Because you have to watch yourself repetitively over and over and over again doing the same thing. Let's ask Ben Fennell of the NFL Network. Brought to you by the Rocket Mortgage 2020 Pro Football Pick'em. Turn your football picks into $10,000 at radio.com slash picks. And make sure you do that. Time's running out. You can compete against me uh, on the radio.com slash picks. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not losing. Y'all can get in there, compete against me week in, week out. I'm rolling with the Packers each week, and I'm winning this bad boy one way or the other. Joining us now, he is Ben Fennell of the NFL Network on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Ben, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. I can't believe we've made it. We have football tonight. Very excited. Yeah, we finally did get here, which is uh, obviously a, a good thing. And we were talking about this uh, earlier before you came on as far as you know who's going to be watching Chiefs and Texans tonight because it's one of those weird situations where the NBA playoffs are going on, the NHL is going on, you have Major League Baseball games being played, and now here comes the NFL to try and ruin everybody's fun. You know, I'm still trying to anticipate the weekend that we're going to have football coverage, pro, college, and then the Masters on. We're going to have a lot of kind of overlapping of sports we're not used to, but kind of a cool little climate to have hockey, baseball, basketball, football, everything going on at once, maybe a little U.S. Open tennis. If you're a sports fan, it's a good time of year. You know, I know we haven't looked at a lot of film yet, Ben, because, you know, games have been played, no preseason, all those types of things. But when you're looking at the Green Bay Packers and within their offense, do you think this offense will look a little different than what it looked last year with the addition of A.J. Dillon and the four tight ends that they decide to keep? I think it's going to get bigger and more physical and more ground and pound and more of that kind of Green Bay, Wisconsin style of football. And I think we're going to have to change some elements to cater to some of these newer players like A.J. Dillon. We were primarily a zone running scheme. That's kind of Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay and the Matt LaFleur you know, style of offense. But I'd like to work in some more gap scheme runs, some more straight downhill power scheme. Let's see some offensive linemen get that vertical displacement pushing guys off the ball because A.J. Dillon, man, you give him a runway, he's a bit of a point of entry back, but you give him three, four, you know, steps of a head start and a head of steam, he's going to be tough to bring down. So I'd like to see a little bit more varying styles in the run game 
But at the end of the day, commit to the run game first and foremost. Let's hand the ball off to the stable backs. We know Aaron Jones. We know A.J. Dillon. But how about Aaron Rodgers talking up Jamal Williams and just the extra step and juice he's had in training camp? Really excited for all those kind of weapons in the backfield. Yeah, Ben, I want to get to something that I think the Packers need to go to the next level with their two cornerbacks, King and Jair Alexander. They need to find out if one or both of these guys are legitimate shutdown corners, and they need to stack the line of scrimmage, put them man-to-man. If they want to double feeling, fine. If you want to play Jefferson, the rookie, straight up man-to-man, get them a bump and run. Listen, they need to stop Dalvin Cook. Because I'm sure Minnesota is looking at the film of last year when Garoppolo only threw it eight times. They need to put pressure on Cousins to try to win the game for him. Well, as far as handling the rookie Justin Jefferson out of LSU, it's going to be a little bit of a different style than Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs was a dog out there. That was a running back playing slot receiver, good yards after catch. I almost wish the Packers would take a page out of the Belichick style of defense put our number one corner, Jair Alexander, on their number two receiver and then double up Adam Thielen. I really think Jair would give a guy like Justin Jefferson tons of problems. But as far as the collective cornerback room, particularly Kevin King, one of the toughest guys to evaluate in the NFL because of his inconsistent play and his inconsistent availability, obviously Mm -hmm. on and off the field with injuries. But when he's on the field, such up-and-down play on a week-to-week basis. And those players are very tough to evaluate, particularly the cornerbacks. Because just when you're ready to write them off, he makes a big play or a splash play interception to seal a game like we've seen him do, whether in the red zone or down the field. He's made big plays, but then he has a week or two struggling, and you really struggle with guys like that for better or worse. If you're going to stink, at least think consistently. We know you stink and we can move on. <laughs> but the fact it's a yo-yo back and forth every week with Kevin King and you never know who you're going to get, that's yeah. kind of the cat and mouse of player evaluation. I'm not knowing what you're going to get. I'm really looking forward to him to just settling in to being a professional and show us some consistency, for better or worse, heading into 2020. Yeah, I, I think for me, uh, I understand that Packers want to run the ball. But listen, here's the one thing we've been talking about coaches a lot with Budenholzer, you know, the Bucks, and people think you need to make adjustments. But here's a here's a situation where Minnesota got rid of their top two corners, and they got two new guys out there and some young guys behind them. I like the fact you want to run the football, but you should let Aaron Rodgers just do what, throw the ball 35 times on Sunday and see can he win the game for you. Because they're not, they don't have Danielle Hunter, but they also don't have, you know, Billy Turner. So it's like a, you know, tit for tat as far as that is concerned. This will be the game to let. They got two good safeties now with Harris, you know, Harris Smith and the other kid Harris. So they got two safeties, but outside, I would test them early. You know, it's going to be tough to go to that formula considering how well they ran the ball in those Vikings last year. I mean, mm-hmm. 184 yards in one game, 100 and. 44 yards, another game, explosive runs all over the place on a pretty stingy uh, run defense from the Vikings. So I thought the formula is let's hand the ball off until it breaks kind of thing. Uh, I see those young (laughs) players out in the secondary. It's really a changing of the guard very quietly on this Vikings defense. There's some core players, those linebackers, the safeties. But there's a lot of new parts on the defensive line, a lot of new parts at corners, particularly young players. But I'm looking at the change on their interior defensive line. They moved on from big Linval Joseph, 
spent some money on Michael Pierce, nice young player from the Baltimore Ravens, spent some money in free agency, but he opted out due to, due to COVID. So they don't have their big dollar nose tackle in combination with they struggled to stop the run against the Packers last year. I'm going to keep handing this thing off with that stable of running backs until it breaks. If we want to run for two, two fifty, and Aaron Rodgers has one of those 11 for 15 games of three touchdowns, I think everybody <laughs> would be happy in uh, Packer land. Talk, talking with our guy, uh, Ben <laughs> Fennel uh, uh, of the NFL Network. And I wanted to go there, I guess, with you next. Because last year, I believe the pass run differential was 58%. Uh, they threw the football in a perfect world, looking at what this offense looks like from a talent perspective, Ben, where would you like to see this offense be at the end of the season from a pass-run percentage? I'd like to keep pushing that envelope, maybe even to a 50-50 blend or maybe even a little higher in the run game, like a 55-45. There's very few teams in the league that do that, really, the Seattle Seahawks and maybe one or two other teams. But coming from the Mike McCarthy you know, regime and his style of play, the Packers were on the bottom of the league in nearly every run commitment category, whether it's run-pass ratio, running on first and ten, all those types of metrics that really tell you how a team is balanced. You just have to commit more to the run game. I just think as Aaron Rodgers gets into the twilight of his career and you start to put these playmakers behind him in the backfield, make his life easier. We can be a physical football team with a quarterback with a great right arm. He doesn't have to drop back 50 times a game to win NFL games. There's a lot of talent in that offensive huddle. And then just imposing your will in that run style, it wears defenses down. And it's tough to play that finesse spread 11 personnel for 50, 60, 70 snaps a game and just think it's a seven-on-seven tournament. You want to be able to impose your will, and it really breaks teams down. And you have a stable of running backs back there and a productive offensive line. I just think running the ball helps everybody in this operation. Well, let, let me ask you this, because we did talk a little bit about the run game with the Green Bay Packers, but last time we looked at this defense, the San Francisco just annihilated us up front. I just didn't see these guys getting really any better this year on, on defense with the addition. Maybe Christian Christian Kurtzke, Kurtzke can come in and play a little bit better than what you had last year, but still, if you look at the defensive lineman up front, I, I don't know if they got any better than what they were last year. Yeah, they're pretty much running the same crew back, uh, you know, aside from the recent addition of Dalen Mack as a rotational nose tackle, but he's really just a one-dimensional run plugger. It seems like they're putting a lot of those chips in Christian Kirksey, being a more productive and a more impactful player in the middle of the defense. I'd be shocked if he ever comes off the field in 2020 if he's healthy. He's going to, you know, fill in that Blake Martinez role and be the captain of the defense. seems like they're putting a lot of onus that he's going to be the difference. And until you stop the run on early downs, right. it's a privilege to play sub-package in the NFL. And Penn <laughs> wants to be in nickel and dime all the time. you got to earn that. And we saw last year that kind of caught up with them. So if they want to go heavy, they want to go base, they want to put maybe two linebackers on the field and maybe a more physical-style linebacker next to Christian Kirksey, like we've seen in the past with Antonio Morrison and B.J. Goodson. And maybe that's the kid they just brought in, like Deshaun Harris the Arkansas rookie. So, you know, I just want to see them stop the run, commit to stopping the run through personnel, and earn the right to play smaller and faster on defense rather than just coming right out with those sub-packaged defense. Mm. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.